origin. This first talk deals with contemplative insights from early Christianity. I will look at four authors briefly. Origen, Evagrius Ponticus, John Cashin, and Gregory the Great as representing what I call the Christian templative tradition. The person who really first gives us the theology in a way of Christian mysticism and contemplative wisdom is Origen. Origen was born in Alexandria. He was from a Christian family. His father died a martyr, and you know the story about the young Origen. He wanted to be martyred too, and wanted to run out and proclaim himself a Christian. His mother hid his clothes. <laughs> so he couldn't be uh, martyred, but he grew up to be the catechist of the Alexandrian church, which was the official teacher. The bishop of Alexandria is a liturgical leader, but the catechist of the Alexandrian church, who was Origen, was the official teacher. And his dedication was to the study of scripture, the study of the Bible and the preaching of the Bible and commentary on the Bible. So he wrote a kind of introduction to theology, what he called on first principles, a systematic theological view of Christianity. Origen wrote a treatise on prayer. Somewhere around the year 233 or 34, case in Greek, but the treatise on prayer. Origen's treatise on prayer is the first treatise that really tries to treat contemplative prayer in a deep way. Origen is important because he insists in this treatise that prayer is not just petition, it's also contemplation. Never rules out petitionary prayer. That's obviously very, very important. But he insists that prayer is primarily contemplative practice. Arjun insists that all Christian prayer is Trinitarian. I'll read a quotation. Therefore, the discussion of prayer is so great a task that it requires the Father to reveal it, the firstborn word to teach it, and the Spirit to enable us to speak rightly of so great a subject. So Christian prayer is always Trinitarian. We know the liturgical prayer, particularly as understood in the ancient church, was always Trinitarian as well. It's directed to the Father, through the Son, and in the power of the Holy Spirit. That's the essence of liturgical prayer. But what Origen is saying here is that all prayer, not just liturgical prayer, Eucharistic prayer, but that all prayer has a Trinitarian dimension, and it's incumbent upon Christians to recognize that if you pray as a Christian, you're praying in a Trinitarian fashion. Origen talks about the benefits of praying. He talks about the distinctions of kinds of prayer. He talks about what we should pray for. But this is where he lays out his fundamental teaching that prayer is contemplation. Again, I'll quote. For the eyes of the mind are lifted up from earthly things and from their being filled with the impression of material things. And they are so exalted that they peer beyond the created order and arrive at the pure contemplation of God. That's the goal, the pure contemplation of God, and at conversing with him reverently and suitably as he listens to us. So we may pray in different ways in terms of petition, other thanksgiving, other kinds of prayer, but the goal is always towards theoria theou, contemplation of God, contemplatio dei. Origen, he's very much concerned with the, the issue raised by 1 Thessalonians 5. How can you pray all the time? How is it possible to pray all the time? You know, we have lots of other things in life that we have to be uh, engaged in. His answer is that if you have the proper attitude, your whole life is a prayer. 
Let me read a text again. And he prays constantly, who unites prayer with the deeds required and the right deeds with prayer. For the only way we can accept the command to pray constantly, as referring to a real possibility, is by saying that the entire life of the saint taken as a whole is a single great prayer. What is customarily called prayer is then a part of this prayer. Then he goes on to say prayer in the ordinary sense you know, ought to be made three times a day. And he cites also scriptural quotations from both Old Testament and New Testament from figures like David and Peter and others, you know, praying in the morning, praying at midday, praying in the evening. He says, so there are specific times for particular prayer, but the point about praying constantly is the whole life of the Christian, the whole life of the Christian saint should be a prayer if it is indeed conducted according to God's will and according to the proper attitude. So that's how you pray constantly, although you also set aside particular times for prayer. And you can see the kind of beginning of, of the Christian doctrine of the times of, of prayer. Uh, and he also mentions, of course, that some places in scripture they talk about praying in the middle of the night. So you can see the kind of beginnings of the, the courses of prayer that monks later adopted. But his major point here is the point that we have to see these particular acts of prayer as part of an entire life. And if we get into that mind frame, we can indeed pray constantly the way that Paul is advising us. This relatively short treatise of origin is the coherent doctrine of prayer related to the major scriptural texts that I've already talked about and organized according to the Trinitarian core of Christian life. His understanding of prayer is as much Christological as it is Trinitarian. Christ is the guide to mystical and ineffable contemplation. Christ is the guide to mystical and ineffable contemplation. So prayer is Trinitarian. It's also Christological. Prayer can be constant if it's properly understood and practiced. So that's origin.